Have you ever uh, have you ever hugged someone, gave someone a big fat hug, and wondered, you know, what was the last time someone hugged them? You know, it's a good thought. Have you ever um, given someone a handshake and wondered like, how many people do they see every day, and none of which give them a second thought? You know, or look even look them in the eye and see how they're doing. You know. There's something about touch. You know, we can't take for granted um, the power of touch. Like, like when you put your hand on someone's shoulder, when you don't know what else to say, but you know that's the best you can do. There's a power of touch. And what does is, what is physical, physical touch communicate? I think in my head, in my heart, it says, for one, connection. Like, touch connects people. It means trust that you would reach out and touch someone or let them touch you. It means trust. And in either some small way or some great way, it lets a person know that they matter, that they're loved, that someone would take the time to uh, connect with them. Because, you know, as, as hot-blooded, uh, deeply emotional creatures, especially hot in this church, um, as deeply emotional creatures, we, we do have this desire, you know, like this deep desire for contact, you know, and God meets us there. We've got to remind ourselves. So, you know, you know that moment when two people come together in one way or another, the first time that when they first connect, that sensation, it seems like our hearts kind of connect at the same time. When you take the time to really shake someone's hand and look them in the eye, or you give them a hug. So is it any different with God? No, no. We, we encounter God in real, like warm, tangible ways all the time. In any which way God comes to us, because his love is sacramental. The way that he sent his son into the world and God became one of us, God touches us and, and reaches us any which way, whenever we need him. And for instance, something that I've talked about tons of times, and I hope I never take this for granted, uh, when I do go to anoint someone who's sick, there is this moment right before that I would lay my hands on their head, you know, in just silence and just uh, pray over them. It's a powerful thing that opens them up to the grace of the sacrament. Like the whole room changes, breathing changes. In the sacrament of marriage, you know, God forms a man and a woman into one body, right? And, trivia question, right? All right. Do you know the moment when a marriage is made forever? The moment when a marriage is sealed forever, like the covenant, it's the first time that a husband and wife come together physically in union. It's the, the first moment of that act of love, the first embrace of spouses, that it's consummated. You know, they become one flesh in that moment. And um, as Father Damien Ferenc said so beautifully, who here was at the mission talk this Lent? <laughs> All right, good for you. It was a good talk. 
As Father Damien said, uh, man and woman, husband and wife, we're, we're meant to share like this union, you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And he said, this is the union that we're called to share with God, that intimate, and only is possible through his Son. Which brings us to Christ today, how he made us a marriage to God. And we're celebrating today the feast um, solemnity of Corpus Christi. We're not only celebrating the Eucharist and communion, the mystical body of Christ, so much to say about this, but specifically we're celebrating Corpus Christi, like the body, the body of Christ. So we have to yeah, always let into our hearts more and more that he not only gave us, offered us his life, but his body, you know, and through Jesus, God has touched, like touched all of creation. And he touches people, his people, in a way that was never possible before. And we could never experience anywhere else but here at this table. I thought it was interesting in the gospel when uh, at the Last Supper, uh, it said that while they were eating, so like mid uh, bite, right? While they're eating lamb, uh, the Passover food, Jesus says, okay, now eat this. <laughs> In the middle of the meal, he says, now eat this. This is my body. And they drank the cup, and while they're drinking it, he says, drink this. This is my blood. It, like mid-meal, Jesus transforms this meal forever. And now, when we receive in this act of communion, what meal that used to be more symbolic of our salvation, it's literally life-giving. Like this is the place where our deepest desire for intimacy is like satisfied. And this is where our relationship with God is fed, like food for the journey. This is where we are nursed. And like I said before, at the, at the beginning, like 85 minutes ago, I said that uh, touch is, it's trust, you know, it's connection, and it's letting someone know they're loved. So let's look at, you know, this act, this communion from Jesus' end. Are we really trustworthy enough for God? I don't know. But the point is Jesus trusts us with his body, you know, having nothing to do with us being worthy, but him loving us. Like he trusts us to touch him and to receive him. And he trusts us to glorify his body uh, in ours. So what does he ask? Just to trust in him. And Jesus is the one who connects us. He initiates, he makes a connection. He is the one who brings us to God. He brings us to himself. He approaches us first. And yes, here we are. We are the body, right? Jesus brings us together in communion with other people when we have no idea how and in ways, thank God, are way beyond us. He's the one who brings us together. And then lastly, if there's one person, if all other people go away or fall short, there's only one person that could truly let us know that we're loved and that we're lovable. 
lovable is Jesus. And that's how we love one another. We only share we receive. So Jesus says, just come, let me love you. So we know that he always takes the first step. There is no being ready to come to the Lord. We just come. He says, come to me over and over again. Keep coming. And I'm sure you know in your own way that when, you, when we receive the body and blood of Christ, not only do we get whatever it is we need on that day, whether it's peace and calm when we're freaking out, or whether it's consolation when we're going through a hard time, clarity when we're confused, inspiration to go forth and do this and this, um, or just to know that we're loved. So it's very intentional that he gives us his body and blood, because the more we receive it, the more we hunger and thirst for it. You know? So I'd say today, in a very, very short while, when you come to Jesus, like, just for that split second, let yourself feel like that moment of contact when, when he's gently placed on your hand, or when, when his body softens, you know, on your tongue. And then from that encounter, you know, pray that when we are sent out uh, into the world, that God will touch someone else through us. That's what he does. And we're his body.